Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. As we are now... Inside of 48 hours from draft day 2020, you got some news Tuesday that kind of sent some shockwaves throughout the National Football League involving a guy who is going to be, at some point, a Hall of Fame player. And I would argue he is one of the best and one of the most complete tight ends in the history of the league. But with all of the extracurriculars that Rob Gronkowski had going on off the football field, and I'm sure many of you saw the clip that was being played that almost went viral where Gronk got rather emotional about the mental wear and tear that the game was having on him. Not just the physical ailments that he was dealing with for his last few years with the Patriots, but that mental grind in his one-year hiatus. I know a lot of people looked at him as a guy who was basically done, but you look at the age and you look at the fact that this is still a guy who talent-wise has a whole lot to give. I guess you should say it's surprising, but not stunning, that Rob Gronkowski is going to end his one-year retirement and rejoin forces with his old buddy, Mr. Brady, down in Tampa. And listen, Rob Gronkowski had the WWE. He had his gig on Fox Sports. So he had his hands in a lot of different cookie jars. But when you're as young as he is, it's tough to walk away. It's very, very tough to basically say, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore. And I'm sure Tom Brady was giving him the old recruiting pitch. I'm sure the idea of not having to play for Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots and the cold, frigid, frosty weather that you could get in November and December in the Northeast also comes into play. Being in a place like Tampa where you got a lead back coach, you got a quarterback, you know, you got a warm weather climate throughout. 
was probably the selling point for him in deciding that 2020 was going to be a year, assuming we have NFL football, of course, that Rob Gronkowski would end up back on the field. And listen, this makes the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that much more formidable. Now, I think the mistake a lot of people are making, you know, the mistake a lot of people are making is looking at Brady and Gronkowski like all of a sudden now this is 2014 all over again. It's not. But I also think you're seeing folks on the opposite end, and I saw some of this today, trying to link Tom Brady and trying to link Rob Gronkowski into like being Michael Jordan on the Wizards. I don't think it's going to be that extreme. I don't think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to blow up to a point where now Brady, Gronk, and everybody involved here is going to be an out-and-out disaster. I can't see that. Now, you want to tell me they're not going to have the ultimate pot of gold at the end of the rainbow? Maybe. There's something to be said for escaping the cocoon of Bill Belichick. And history tells us that, for the most part, players who leave the Patriot way do not often have tons of success on the other side. However, this is the first time we're talking about Brady being a guy who is leaving and now Belichick having to retool what he is looking to do in New England without TB12. He no longer has that fallback. He no longer has that safety net. And I know for some people, they have serious doubts on what Tom Brady is going to be considering that he's playing into his mid-40s. I would argue, though, that from a weapon standpoint, you got Mike Evans, you got Chris Godwin, you got Cameron Brait. We'll see if O.J. Howard ends up remaining in Tampa Bay or is he going to be a guy that's dangled for an additional pick or he's going to be dumped 30 cents on a dollar. I'm not exactly sure. But to add Gronkowski, if you are getting 70 to 80% of what Rob Gronkowski was at the peak of his greatness, I mean, you're getting one of the most complete tight ends in the history of the game. You're getting one of the better tight ends still in the league. Maybe not to the Kittle and to the uh, Travis Kelsey extent. I think those guys being in their prime years have kind of eclipsed Gronk in that way. No shame in that. Two all-world, top-notch, exquisite talents. But I don't know how anybody could look at this from a Tampa standpoint and say it's a bad thing. Now, some folks in New England, not all, but some, were basically earlier in the day when the rumors started flying out that Gronk was considering coming out of retirement and that Gronk was getting ready to join forces again with Tom Brady were like dreaming big about what kind of haul they were going to get in return. Like I saw some people on Twitter speculating could a first or a second round pick go back to the New England Patriots. I mean, I I don't know what those folks were smoking. I don't know what they were having to drink earlier in the night, but must have been some funky stuff. Because... The Patriots were in a position of no leverage. This is a guy who wasn't going to be a factor for them at all. So you get what you can get. So they get a fourth-round pick. They'll see what they can make of it. But all of a sudden now, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who have been kind of in this state of irrelevance 
for quite a while now, going all the way back to when they won the Super Bowl with John Gruden and the Brad Johnson team and Keyshawn and Joe Juravicious and the old world defense with Sapp and with Simeon Rice and with Derek Brooks, John Lynch, Rondé Barber. We've been looking at the Buccaneers as a franchise that has been in that category of irrelevant since then. I mean, how many quarterbacks have they run through? How many losing seasons have they put together? I mean, how many times the Buccaneers since 2002 have they been a postseason team? What, three or four times? Now you become one of the most juicy and one of the most intriguing NFL teams. And I'm sure they will be a team that is focused every which way in primetime schedules. Because who wouldn't want to watch Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, Bruce Arians, and this cast of Tampa Bay Buccaneers see what they can do? See what they can accomplish. Will they be one of the top dogs in the NFC? Will they be the top dog within their own division as the New Orleans Saints have won it each of the last three years? I still would argue from a talent standpoint, talent standpoint. Now, I don't know about the emotional drain, and I don't know what kind of state New Orleans is going to be in with the miserable playoffs they've had over the last few years. You know, sooner or later, you get to a point as a franchise where you can't get off the mat. Where even in the regular season, you know, that wear and tear and that grind of saying, man, we missed this opportunity. We missed that opportunity. Last year, I can't believe what happened. And some teams, to their credit, they keep moving forward. Some teams get into the regular season, they turn the page, brand new year, yada, yada, yada. Some teams don't, though. So I'm wondering, you know, when that toll is finally going to hit for the New Orleans Saints and when eventually it will be too much for them to handle. Now they got a real legitimate adversary in the division. And I think the Bucs are going to be pretty darn good. I do not get the sense, and I could be wrong on this. We have seen it over the years. The darling of the offseason does not always have great success. In fact, in many cases, the darling of the offseason usually goes up in flames. Do I need to point you to last year's version of the Cleveland Browns? Now, the difference in Cleveland compared to what you were looking at now with Tampa Bay, or should I say maybe New England South, I I don't know who's taking the title in New England South. Is it Miami because they have Brian Flores and they're bringing in all sorts of old pats? Or is it Tampa because they have Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski? I don't know. I I guess Florida, you know, they say it's a place where people like to go to retire. Well, maybe for Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski playing that twilight of their career in Tampa suited them nicely. But for the team that is now in the NFC that has the former Patriot quarterback and has the former Patriot tight end, I think bare minimum, the expectation for them has got to be double-digit wins and a trip into the postseason. There's no reason Tampa Bay should not be a playoff team. In fact, you go and you bring in Tom Brady, you go and you bring in Rob Gronkowski to a team that has you know some young building blocks and some young pieces. You don't make January football. It's all well and good that you're getting ticket sales, if that's possible. 
it's all well and good that you're going to get all sorts of jersey sales. And I wonder if the Buccaneers will take a page out of the Chargers playbook. And I don't know if anybody happened to see the L.A. Chargers uniforms that were unveiled. So many of these teams get it so wrong when it comes to jerseys, including my beloved team, the Miami Dolphins. And I know I've railed on this for years, how I hate their new jerseys, how I hate their new logo, and I would love to see the Dolphins go back to uniforms they wear three or four times throughout the year. They're classic. They're great. You can't mess them up. They're such a beautiful sight. Well, the Chargers realize, you know what? We got beautiful uniforms too. Pot of blues, sharp, away we go. So it was one of those unveilings where I was like, wow, these are impressive. Would the Buccaneers go back to the classic orange jerseys? I mean, you want to talk about changing the narrative. You go back to those orange jerseys that were known forever as far as being the humiliation, the embarrassment of the expansion Buccaneers playing in the old sombrero, as Chris Berman used to love to say. Not just Tom Brady rocking those bad boys. And winning big, and now he's got his buddy Rom Gronkowski along with him. The element of all of this to me that's going to be so fascinating is will the Patriots be able to rise above the mass exodus? Is it now to a point where that alienation is there from current players and Bill Belichick? Is that something that's becoming a thing? It wasn't for 18 or 19 years. But you are noticing now more and more people looking to get out of New England. That Tom Brady just wanted to leave. Rob Gronkowski just wanted to leave. Many others just wanted to leave. They were great. They were beyond great. They're the greatest dynasty that the NFL will ever see. But is there now a little bit of a disconnect? I'm not selling Bill Belichick short. Trust me on that. But it's something that I think is worth watching now over the next couple of years to see how a new crop of Patriots, a new group of players, how they have that interaction, how they have that bond. And what kind of success, on the other hand, is Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski for a couple of years going to have with the Buccaneers? Buccaneers go out and play well this year. It's not going to sit well with the Patriots. Guarantee you that. It's not going to sit well with Belichick. It's not going to sit well with Patriot fans. It's going to rub them the wrong way. I would fully expect that to be the case. But if they go up in flames, and then it's par for the course, basically, whatever we've seen over the last 18 or 19 years continues, and players who leave New England don't have that success in any way, well, we'll be sitting here talking about, yet again, the genius of Bill Belichick And why Bill Belichick continues to be a guy that is always, and I mean always, a step ahead of the curve. But from a watchability standpoint, the Rob Gronkowski comeback has got me fired up. Tampa Bay is going to be one of those must-watch teams next year. Whether you love them, whether you hate them, those two players, of course. Because let's be honest, the emotions for the Buccaneers. Who's got emotions for the Buccaneers here in New York City? You're either a Giant fan that haven't really been a thorn in your side. You're either a Jeff fan that haven't really meant much to you. Maybe Keyshawn Johnson going there bothered you. I don't know. But I'll find myself rooting for the Buccaneers. Not going to lie. Because I want the Patriots to look bad. So if Brady and Gronk are balling out and they're playing great, I'm in. 
They're not doing it against my team. What's the difference? I'm going to win in the NFC. It's no longer my problem. So I am curious to see from the Jet fan who might be listening here on this early Wednesday or the Patriot hater out there, will you find yourself rooting for Brady and Gronk teaming up, joining forces, not in New England, but as members of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.